0: Hello and welcome to The Punting Monologue. We're back for another week, whether you like it or not. I'm Sonny Munn. With me as always is the man with the plan, the stats and the facts. It's Benny Clifton. How are you, Benjamin?
1: Yeah, good to be here, Sonny. It was a little bit of a mixed bag last week, but the Mm. the moral got up, so we go home happy.
0: Definitely, I did, mate. I had Globe in everything, because you told me to, and it was one of the more enjoyable watches I've had in a long time, actually, because... All these other horses' heads are bobbing around and doing work, and it was just sitting pretty and just like a hot knife through butter, mate. Didn't, wasn't it just cruising?
1: There's no sort of ceiling for that horse, and, yeah, I'm thinking he can get to a pretty decent level, so um, I'll be interested to see how his career unfolds. It's
0: going to be pretty short next time it runs around, I'm tipping. Yes, yes, but I think he's going for a break. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, we don't take breaks here at the Punting Monologue. We just keep tipping winners. Ah, you do. I just keep talking gibberish. Let's go to Queensland this week. I'm sick of the cold weather here in Melbourne. We're going to go to your old neck of the woods. This used to be your specialty, so I'm tipping. You're going to have your finger in a few pies and a few rumbles, knowing the Queenslanders. Let's go out to Doombin for a big day of racing and get straight into it with race one over 1,200. A dash for cash in the Breakfast with Stars. Our favourite is Self-Indulgent at 370. My ears are burning. RNT <laughs> R-N-T at 460 Astero at $5.50, then it's six bucks for Argyle Lane and 8 for Amity Gal. Do we like anything here?
1: Yeah, let's just start with the track, should we? Mmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's alright. Right. We've done the market, but quickly, track soft five as we record. The rails in the true. A uh-huh. little bit of rain about Thursday, Friday and Saturday, so that could murky the waters a little bit. But at Doomban it's a real sort of leader-ish track. You want to be rails in run um real map map track so you got to find the horses that sort of are going to land in the right spot i think the rain probably takes the edge off that bias and the quality of horse that's running on saturday and that they can overcome that but my first port of call will be find the, the on pace horses and you know if it does rain during the day they'll be getting off the fence but you know, i think a good starting point is on pace and rails in run the first are there, race are there, are there
0: just quickly on that sorry yeah. mate, are there certain race courses so i know in cricket for instance The Gabba, one of the greatest drainage grounds on the planet. It can literally hail there for half an hour and they'll be back out within the hour. So are there horse tracks like that that you know, hey, don't worry if it rains, it's got Mm. great drainage or somewhere a sprinkle will just ruin your day?
1: Yeah, well, Flemington and Eagle Farm are probably the best draining tracks in that they can cop a lot of rain and it doesn't really affect it. Yeah, there's some tracks in Sydney that... Now, randwick and that if they if they cop rain they don't really handle it that well but um mm-hmm. it, it, it also it's also different if it rains during the races it just seems to have a bigger effect they They're getting their their toe in the ground and it can really break apart. But hopefully we don't get too much rain during the races and we can just deal with a track that's got a little bit of sting out.
0: It's Queensland, mate. It's Queensland. (laughs) It's going to be fine. It's gorgeous one day, beautiful the next. All right, so I've already read the market out there. So if anyone needs reminding, just press back 15 about six times (laughs) and you're good.
1: Far away. It's an interesting little race, this one. It's a Class 6 plate, so it's sort of different weight conditions to a normal handicap. But, you know, there's a few nice horses in this race. The horse I sort of started on was self-indulgent. It probably ticks a few boxes and it goes forward, you know, it's one of the track and distance. It's, it's going really well. It drops in weight. It's probably, probably it's the high percentage play in the race, but I, I do think it's well found in the market. The horses that I'm going to back here, two-horse play, Patton and two-horse two, two pattern Patton, Patton, Benny Clifton double. First one is Argyle Lane, who's you know, a really nice horse. Things didn't go to plan last start at Sunny Coast. I'm willing to forgive that. It was really short in the market. Tried up nicely since, and just on the figures that it's done, at its previous campaign i think it can measure up here it'll push forward from barrier seven and uh, around the six dollar mark i think it's a bet also the other horse i think is a bet is um sir warwick number three three runs in tougher class tougher class than this sort of had to ride it a little bit quieter from the wide gates of this past two runs but he's on the back up here gets a really good jockey change i think they'll ride it uh warmer from that inside gate and Uh, I just think it's a huge improver in the race at double-figure
0: odds, so I'm with Argyle Lane and Sir Warwick. Good start, mate. Bit of value about there. I wonder if there's ever been a Warwick that's been knighted. Doesn't sound like the sort of name that would be having regal connotations. Sir Warwick Kappa. Kappa! Crikey, you wouldn't want to put the sword on his shoulder, mate. He'd get a sit on it. All right, let's move over to race two over 13.50, the Stradbroke Calcutta. We've got Ekaterina at 360, Atmosphere at 480. Count to beans, count to beans. One of the more underrated films, I reckon. Something about Mary. Should have got an Oscar knob. (laughs)
1: That's its... Not really the style of the pretentious Oscar. Oh,
0: mate. It was robbed that year. The the Academy. It got Weinsteined that year. Shakespeare in Love took it out from memory. So it was (laughs) dudded. Absolutely dudded. Anyway... That's at six bucks. Count to beans. Sandpaper. Sandpaper gate. Geez, I hate putting gate on the end of things. Sandpaper gate at seven fifty. <laughs> so lazy. Chairman gate at seven fifty. Boom shot gate. Actually, you can't have a boom gate, so that's not too bad. Boom shot is at eight fifty, and then it really drifts after that. I think we've
1: got a weak favorite here in Ekaterina, um, or whatever way you pronounced it. It's nah. a horse that hasn't really shown ability to settle any closer than you know at the rear or you know midfield so they'll, i reckon they'll try and ride it closer from barrier one but i'm not willing to take a short price on the on the off chance that they do try and ride it ride at warmer so I'm, I'm betting around it starting with atmosphere number two james mcdonald goes on board really good jockey change go forward horse high percentage play got some really good stakes form in in melbourne in sydney so um, there's there's a fair bit of ability there And I think it's pretty well suited Under the weight scar. So I'm with Atmosphere And the other horse on the back is Boomshot I just think this was a horse Who didn't have everything go its way At Ipswich last start Didn't jump all that well but as I round in the turn, it really pushed off and was really travelling and really let down well. So, got a good little turn of foot. It's probably the horse on the up with um, plenty of upside. So, I'm around the favourite here. I'm with Atmosphere and I am with Boomshot.
0: Fair enough. Bit disappointed Count of Beans was overlooked yet again. I mean, gee, it's had a stiff run. <laughs> we got this one kid, Mungo. He's got a forehead like a drive-in movie theatre, but he's a good shit. So we don't bust his chops too much. Let's go to race three. National <laughs> choice is at five fifty. Meritable at six fifty. Argyle pink, another Argyle at six fifty. The drover at eight fifty, and safe work at ten bucks.
1: Yeah, and I didn't waste too much time on this. Just the shape of the market. Turned me off. It there was a huge field. I did, to be honest, I barely even looked at it because I thought this is way too hard for me. This isn't my type of race. As far as what the markets done, there's been a sprinkling of support for a Meritable first up for Annabelle Nation with James McDonald on board. You can understand why they'd be pointing in that direction, but for me, this is a uh, sit out race because, um to be honest, it's too hard.
0: Fair enough, mate. You don't have to have something in all of them. And have a think out there. What is gambling really costing you? So you don't have to punt on every single race, guys. Enjoy your Saturday. Let's go to race four now over the mile. And we've got Sunshine Rising at 4.60. Could use a bit of that in Melbourne. Brutality at fives. Alcyon for the Halcyon Days. They're here once again at 7.50. Santiro at 7.50 as well. And then it's Master Jamie at 9.50. And double figures, the rest. Yeah,
1: and there's a fair bit of speed in this race. Um, Master Jamie will go forward. I think Cedar Power will go forward. Stardome from that wide gate, I'll be interested to see what they do. I think uh, Wapiti can settle forward as well. So I expect them to go to a pretty good clip. The favourite Sunshine Rising, I don't really like this horse. It, mm. I, I like it as a horse, but I don't like the setup. You know, it's had three runs at 2,000 metres. You know, it's off a of fresh in here and down to 1,600 metres. It doesn't really reek of a great setup, so I'm against it. Brutality, going to be in the second half of the field, probably coming through stronger form lines, but don't really want to get interested in that. I think um, Master Jamie's taken up too much percentage in the, in the race. The horse, who I think, is a really big improver in the race. His character uh, number seven. Wow, so we're all the way down. Love 17, it. Yes, Seventeen, yes, 18 eighteen dollar mark. I just think three runs this campaign. It's been a bit of an aborted campaign, and they had a freshen before its last run. Not everything's gone its way, and I think they've finally um, found a suitable race for it. And that it's on the minimum here, uh, likely to get the sting out which it likes. And if you have a look, you know it was only four lengths away in a two-rack handicap last campaign so i just think this is probably the forgotten horse in the race and i'm happy to have something each way on it at that price so uh, character for me
0: sensational mate and you can get about five bucks the place there and almost 18 bucks at the minute so just have a think what you're prepared to lose today you don't have to have too much on that punters race five now over 1200 spirit of boom classic app and girl is our favorite at 370 then it's ducas Sounds like a Ramstein, Mondegreen, uh, a bit of a misheard lyric there at five bucks, six bucks for Empire of Japan and Sovereign Fund. Gee, these horses look like, they're the same trainer, they've got the same silks but inverted colours, they're like identical twins who wear the same clothes their entire life, you know, those nerdy <laughs> losers, like what are you doing, just be an individual, Thunderlips at nine bucks and then we start to drift.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this is a race where um, there's a few different form lines coming together and I think the favourite in the race is the bet in the race, and I think it's the horse with the most upside, and that's number 10, Appen Girl. I just love the way last started, how it travelled in behind the speed. It was $2.90 into $2.45 in the market, which I love. It just travelled so beautifully, and um, Boris Thornton just edged off the fence and um, put the race away and showed a really good turn of foot. Goes to 1200 for the first time. I don't think that'll. Um, pose any issues and i love barrier one in that they can just take a sitting behind the speed here there looks a fair bit of tempo in the race with metallic ruler sovereign fund going forward adriel the king they should all push forward and app and girl should get the nice cozy running behind them and uh, looks a horse with upside of the rest in the race i thought sovereign fund is a really limited beast i'm, I'm completely against it empire of japan has sort of been racing in harder company but just been following the field around i don't know if there's much there ability wise and probably the horse who caught the eye punters last start was Ducasse number number eight could couldn't keep up early but really traveled well from the 600 to the 400 then let down down the outside was the eye catcher um you'd just like to see it settle a little bit closer than it did last start for it to be a betting proposition so i'm with app and girl i think it's got real map advantages over the rest of the field
0: Beauty. Let's go a bit more distance in race six now, over 2,000 metres. Pretty open field here. Our favourite is number eight, Kalapur, at about 4.60, just sort of oscillating around that four and a half mark. Sophias, for all the astrologers out there, at 5.50. Yonkers at 8.50. London Banker, for fans of the rhyming slang, at nine bucks. As is Yafet and Ultra at ten bucks, for fans of... Genghis Khan's Mongol reign through Central Asia. I know there's a lot of you. What do you reckon I'm doing here? I reckon you're going to go the favourite, mate. Nah, you'll shoulder arms. Actually, this isn't too. This isn't short yes. enough for you. Look how hard this race is. <laughs> it's too hard. Yes.
1: I, I, this is a race where you'd have to back multiple horses. I mean, it, it can be complete guesswork. And I mean, you have a look at the favourite, um, Calipore at the moment. them wide. What are they going to do from that gate? They're going to push forward. Um, it's dropping in distance. I don't love that. Oh, there It was everywhere I looked. I just couldn't find anything I liked. So it's a quiet sort of middle of the card here for us. And then we come home with hopefully a winner in the last. But um, yeah, sitting out here.
0: Fair enough, and I get the feeling we're sitting out the next. So let's go straight to it. So you get over two thousand again. We've got a short price favourite here. The top is at a buck ninety-five at the minute. That may well come in. You tell me. It's Kovalica. five fifty. The vowels A E I O U. You probably don't like it. Stroke of luck at eight. So dazzling at nine fifty, and then it really starts to blow out.
1: Yeah, and I mean this Kovalika. This is a horse who's probably we're going to hear a lot more about in uh, about during the Melbourne Spring and the next couple of years. It's a horse who's sort of shown plenty of promise. Looks a really good middle distance stayer uh, in the making. And you know, last started Eagle Farm didn't have any favours, didn't get any cover, just kept coming around and kept finding the line and up to 2,000 metres suits, barrier 10, James McDonald, they'll probably be midfield worse than midfield. I mean, this horse is the winner. I went looking around I thought, you know, let's have a look if we can get this horse beat because there's, a lot of these horses are coming out of that Queensland Guinea's last start and generally when that uh, when I see that, I like to look for a different form line when they're all tied together like that. But I think that is the right form line. Kovalika was clearly the best horse in the race, and you know the second favourite, the Vows. I mean, last start it did look like it was making ground on Kovalika, but. Uh, That was only due to Kovalika having such a a tough run. So I think this favourite wins, but I'm not backing it at that price. And um, It's favourite for the Queensland Derby for a reason, and this is a good stepping stone
0: for it. So it probably wins, but it is too short, which seems like it could be a theme heading into the big one here. Just past four o'clock. We go to twelve hundred. It's a dash for cash, and it's the Doombin ten thousand, folks. This is the big one in Queensland this weekend. The Group One, our very short favourite, about a buck eighty, is Giga Kick. If anything can beat it, it'll be a bit of a surprise. What do you like, mate? Yeah, I mean this is, I mean this is an
1: absolute cracking race. They've got a really good field together this year. In regards to the speed map, Prince of Boom will go forward overpass. The Quokka winner will go forward. Eduardo will have to go forward from barrier eleven. So. Probably leaves a nice, cozy run in behind him for Valana. Maybe centre fire. Aft cabin, if he can jump well and hold a spot, he could get a nice run in behind him. And sort of Mizzou will be looking, for, um, looking to settle just in the first five or six. Giga kick the favourite. Barrier four. I know they'd love to settle closer than they have been recently but um there is a fair bit of speed here and he may not have the early speed to go with him but you know i mean this giga kick he's he's a genuine superstar who made light work of him last start in the all-aged good run in the in the um tj smith to start before that it's obviously won the everest last campaign so you know this is probably the you know the best printer in australia now that Uh, Nature Strips dropped off a bit But you have a look at the price $1.80 That's probably as short as it's going to get I can't imagine it starting any shorter than that But You know It's just not a betting proposition for me This is a race to sit back and and enjoy Probably the most interest for me Is the three year old Aft cabin. this is a horse who You know Looked a world beater early Early on in the campaign and they've sort of redirected it towards uh, maybe a Stradbroke later on and if it can't win this So this is a, a really nice horse. I want to see what he can do in this grade So this is a popcorn race and we sit back and
0: wait for our last bet in the uh, last race Well, you might be sitting back with a bit of popcorn and watching it mate But fans of the Oman are gonna have a vested interest in this race
1: Oh, yes, Here tell we- me
0: Race 8, the big one, I can tell you Strap yourself in for an upset, Giga Kick. You might be everyone's best bet of the day and short value, but here we go. The top weight, Eduardo, at 15 to 1, is going to just surprise all by pipping it at the post.
1: Tell me the story.
0: Well, my mum's in town at the moment, and she enlightened me that I was a whisker, a whisker away from being named Eduardo. But she went with Sonny instead. Can you believe that? And you know the only reason she didn't go Eduardo, Ben? She go on. She thought, she said to me, she goes, I was going to go Eduardo, but I was worried everyone would call you Eddie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd bloody well
0: hope so, Mum. <laughs> Freckly kid with a cowlick and a high-pitched voice marauding around the cricket field. A uh, Eduardo? Nah, no, I don't think so. I could cop Eddie, but anyway, Eddie, Eduardo, however you want to call it, where, it's gonna where get. Where did the she wind. get Sunny from? Oh, where she, did she get Sunny my mate, from? She used to ride a horse to school on the Sunshine Coast, so you do the maths. One too many brekkie Bongs, <laughs> Mum. Should have gone with Eduardo. Give me some mystique, hey? Eh? Anyway, that's zero money in race eight. Let's go to the last chance saloon where you're going to bring us home with a wet sail. Race nine is over one 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 zero meters. Oh, you nearly had the picket fans, Doombin. Favorite is number nine, Extremist at four twenty. Then it's Comrade Rosa, Comrade Vodka Putin, Vodka Potato at six fifty. A very fine red, another Russian at eight bucks. Hellfest at eight fifty and Siege at nine fifty. Then it drifts. Are we coming home with a winner? We're coming home with
1: a winner from two selections, I think. Oh, another double. Favorite is Extremist probably finds the lead from barrier one just i thought it was well found in the market The the two horses i want to back comrade rosser number 14 this is a horse who went up to tony golan and really sort of grew a leg it it came on in leaps and bounds last campaign really good turn of foot and they've obviously targeted this race gets in on the minimum i love the horse a turn of hoof horses down in the weight So I'm with Comrade Rossa, And the other horse That I want to back Was a very fine red This was a horse Who I thought Coming into this race Third up Drawn a nice gate Coming out of the race um, At Hawkesbury Won by Malkovich Which rated pretty well I just think this is re- primed to um produce its peak run this campaign and so i'm happy to back uh, horse, those two horses in in a in a really flat market so um hopefully we can go out a winner
0: i'll tell you what mate they say straight from the horse's mouth you just had more sayings than you can poke a stick at you said this horse grew a leg it has a turn of hoof and it's really come into its own all within the same sentence that is a hell of a trifecta <laughs> out for the fans at home so there you have it, another double horse play to bookend the day. Righto, let's run through the winners at Doomben this weekend. It's all about the at Benny Clifton double horse play. We start with one with Argyle Lane and Sir Warwick. Race two is another double play with atmosphere and boom shot. Race three, you're turned off, which I don't like the sound of, so we're going to let that one run and be one by itself. <laughs> Race four, there's a fair bit of speed in the race and you like character. At 18 to 1. Hello, hello. Plenty of characters on board that hopefully this weekend. Race five, you're on the fave app and girl. It's going to 1,200. That shouldn't be an issue. Barrier 1 will help it. Race 6 is too hard. You're shouldering arms. Race 7, Kovalika, depending on how you pronounce it, should win, but it's too short, as is Giga Kick in race 8, not to fret. Eduardo, don't call him Eddie, is at 15 to 1, the Oman. Then race 9, another patented Benny, two-horse play, bookends the day with the Russian double, Comrade Rocha and very fine Red. What do we like here, champion? What's our best?
1: Well, I think App and Girl, uh, race five, number 10, is the best just because you know ticks all the boxes, gets a really nice map. Can't see it running a bad race. I think it's still a backable price. If you're looking for a value bet... I am. Race four, number seven character, I am dead keen on it. Oh. So something each way on it. Something to win more the place on character. I just think it... It is the forgotten horse in the race and is at a really nice price.
0: Well, these shall not be forgotten years, mate. It's not forgotten in our books, so there's a bit of value about today. There's a few winners about as well. Enjoy yourselves, punter. Imagine what you could be buying instead and set yourself a deposit limit. Until next week, thank you, Benny, and good luck. Thank you, Sonny. Good luck, punters. Yes.
1: We got this one kid, Mango. He's got a forehead like a drive-in movie theater, but he's a good shit, so we don't bust his chops too much. So one day, Mongo gets out of his cage. What, and they he, keep him in a cage. Well, it's it's just an enclosure. No, but they keep him confined. Right. Yeah. That's uh, bullshit. Well, that's what I said. So I went out and I got him a I got him a leash. A leash. Yeah, one of those ones you can hook onto the clothesline, and he can run back and forth, and uh, there's plenty of room for him to to dig and uh, play. That kid is really, uh, he's really blossomed, you know? Now I can uh, take into movies, baseball games, you know, fun stuff. Those goofy bastards are just about the best thing I've got going in this crazy world.